What was that? Our producers happened. Uh, What's up? Happy Sunday morning or at, at well, night or whatever well, it is. Welcome back to Bad Production. <laughs> Cut it off records. What is this? What is going on? What's happening? Just start over. Just just relax. Hey, y'all. Welcome, welcome to Religiously Incorrect Podcast brought to you by High Street Fitness with... <laughs> High Street Fitness, go there, get your body right, get your body tight um, with, with Mr. Phillips. He he will get you right. He will get you built. He will get you ready. You know, summertime is coming right back around. Matter of fact, it's halfway here. And yeah, I don't like people I, looking at my I legs, seen, man. I I, seen, this feels very immodest. I done seen some Caucasians out there with uh, wife beaters. and uh, At High Street Fitness? <laughs> no, I'm just saying outside. Oh, oh, oh. They're out there with wife beaters and uh, sandals on. Oh, I so. thought you were saying they was getting ready for the second insurrection. They were getting, getting <laughs> swole. Getting ready to take us over. All right, well, we might as well say at the top of the show, as you can see, we have a special guest with us. Uh, we have two special guests, actually. We have Brother Carrington Heron, hey. Deacon Elder, Apostle of the Music <laughs> Ministry, and joining us uh, soon via satellite, via Starlink, uh, straight from uh, Ukraine. We have uh, <laughs> our music man, Micah Hall. He'll yes, be with uh, us, and he'll be tapping in real quick, straight from uh, Breaking Kareem's record. You know, <laughs> he's, he's doing great. So, hey, Pastor Jeff, uh, What's happening, we're, we're, we're in there. I, I don't know if we can see any comments, uh, but make sure you like and share. Make sure you say hey, say hi, whatever, whatever. But since we've been off the air, and, and character, we're going to throw you into the middle of this because you're a music guy. Right. There have been quite a few. Uh, there, there have been quite a few performances. We missed Absolutely. the Grammys, yeah. which apparently was just a bunch of devil worshiping. Okay, just a bunch of devil worshippers. Can I can I stop you right there? No, we, no, no I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Everything is everything, everything cannot the be the devil. If you wear red, you're the devil. Everything. Now, I mean, some of it is, but some of it's like, okay, it's, man, it's, it's all the devil. It's just too much. Hey, Pastor Tatum, I know you didn't watch it because you're sanctified, but <laughs> I think it was the Sam Smith performance and some other stuff that people were like really tripping about. Uh, and that was there, the last performance. It was the was the, it the last the the la, it was like the last supper. Like the second, oh, it was like the, okay. The, the last supper was the yeah, rappers. Yeah, the rappers. Okay, yeah, so yeah. was it really the last? Was it supposed to be the last supper? Were they just like I thought they? Were I mean, they were sitting good. at a table with a with a bunch, and it was they were they, they, we that was, like that ever, was immature. But we act like nobody else had a feast but Jesus. <laughs> Aren't there a lot of kings? We have we have every we have them every your house every uh, holiday, exactly. right, right, right. With you uh, frying that chicken so, and, and uh, so so. Here's my thing about the devil worship. Here's my thing about the devil worship. Uh, and I said this on Ariel's page. She made a comment about it too. There's a lot being said about whether Christians or not can or should handle it. And I guess that's one argument. My whole thing is the imagery of it. Who decided? That red and horns is the devil when we all know it's not. And it's definitely not. So, so we know because we, we preach to our people, right? You know, that the, the devil is not a guy in a red suit with a pitchfork and horns or whatever. We say that, but then as soon as the image comes on TV, we say, that's the devil. Turn it off. I can go through so, I can go through your Facebook page right now, and I bet you any amount of money, if I go through there long enough, I can find something with you making a sign of Illuminati. <laughs> Can we talk about science? I can, I can, I can find something. And and what then? Right. Is it like a curse coming on you because somebody did one of these? I mean, what what does it mean? I don't know. Are they I mean, it's stupid. You look like he, you was an Illuminati. You was. I did one, one, one of those classrooms. I did one of them <laughs> You was in one of those yellow bus classrooms. You look like blank man. <laughs> blank man. 
hey. in, in more ways hey. in more ways than one. Hey. <laughs> you can't make a blind man anymore. It's so, so, so Carrington, what's your take, man? Did you feel the spirits jumping out the TV on you when you was watching the Grammys? I mean, did it really? <sighs> Can I be honest? Be honest. Yeah, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it. Okay. I was asleep. Okay, all right. All right. He said, but, "If I'm not in it, I'm not watching it." Right, right. No, I was right. saying, no, I watched the playback and I saw the uh, the performance you guys are referring to. It's a, a question was posed to me, like, because there was a lot of weird symbolism, like, okay, even if that's not what it means, that's what the world thinks it means. So I think it's interesting. I don't think it's what the world thinks. I think it's what church people I think. think it's church it's. people, but calling a song unholy and going up there with horns on is crazy. That one was, but that one was meant for. But that. I think they're trolling. I think they're yeah, trolling. That, for that's for that, and we're giving it to them. Now, if I can be, we are live. Yeah, we're live, man. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. We've to said it. far worse than you could ever say. Right, absolutely. I mean, so yeah. even the community that Sam Smith. Uh, represents yeah as a figurehead for it. right um, the LGBTQ right elemental piece I feel you the the whole <laughs> like I thought the whole movement I thought that part of the Grammys was super strategic um like that's my opinion though but I agree and I think if you're gonna make a concern that should be more the concern yeah if we believe that sin then say. There was a sinful display of sinful people parading around. Not oh, right, there right, was somebody like wearing whole, red right. in a cage. Yeah, like okay, like, and so so let, let's go there. Let's stay there. So since we're there, and so there there was. Let's just say that was a satanic part or a imagery of a satanic part of. What the, is the imagery of the homosexual part? Though? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah okay, so here's the thing, though. Everybody's upset because Kurt Franklin and Ty Tribbett. So we can't ever go to any concerts. Well, no. You know what else I thought was interesting. We can't go to we can't no. go see we can't go to no concert. Not I'm, Sam Smith, apparently. Well, I'm just no, I'm, no, I'm <laughs> but I'm talking the Grammys just wasn't about Sam Smith. That's you true. There was a whole lot of people, other people there. You but I'm saying they're saying Kirk Franklin shouldn't have been there. You know, we halfway fought to get ourselves on there. Now, now that we're on there, we shouldn't be there. Well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what well, is it. I mean, if we're gonna say that homosexuality is on display and being pushed in our faces, has nobody been to church lately? True. Well, I think that's a different argument. It, I'm just saying that. We're going to say that, that homosexuality is on display. You know. Wow. Uh, I'm just saying. Because you're right. But I'll, I'll say this. The Grammys are so strategic to me. They put the number one gospel artist that I'm 28 years old, right? Maverick City, I've never seen someone take over. Gospel you got talking to Mike, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my there fault, y'all. Uh, I've never He's seen somebody office. take over gospel music like Maverick City has. Okay, last I mean, however long it's taken them, it's only been a few years. They put the number one gospel artist in the world on stage, had them sing a secular song. They Chandler Moore wrote four and won four Grammy noted songs that night, right? Mm -hmm. And he did not sing one of them. Okay, well, let, let me just say this, and we'll jump to Rihanna. He did not sing, right. Any of those songs. Right. They obviously agreed. Right. To get on that stage and either insist and be turned down. Right. And take a stand or insist and get a chance to sing what they wanted to sing. And I think that's the So issue. I think that's on them yeah. to take a stand <laughs> and say, if I'm gospel and I represent Christ, then that's what I want to represent when I get on this stage. And right. so, I, you know, I think that's an accountability on them and any other gospel artist yeah. that will capitulate. Kirk, we can say, has multiple times done his stuff. Right. right. And then he joined Chance the Rapper. I don't whoever. care if Kirk, Kirk is doing regular yeah, gospel. I mean, he's still like, going to be. Yeah, he be twerking in Baptist <laughs> churches. He's going to wear high heels and, you know, dresses <laughs> he's like the new, and skirts. He's like gospel and, prince now. I, I guess it's just <laughs> tough because, like you said, like they made the decision. 
But the once again presentation and appearance. <laughs> Marvin said they should have had dotty people. <laughs> they they would have shook the devil off. That's terrible. All right, Sam so Smith off. So let us switch up. Let's switch up to to Riri. Let's hated switch it. up to Riri. What's that guy said? Hated it. No 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 no. It, it was it was it was about her catalog, man, and she got a catalog, Doc. And I don't listen to any. We of it, killed so. it. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you got an umbrella right now. No, <laughs> you got diamonds in the sky and all that stuff. Gosh, we got the only diamond I could afford once in my life. <laughs> but I mean, but I'm, I'm just saying. I think they they tried to make it like you know. And here's here's my thing about it. And let's just be honest. And I said this. I said this in church. I think we have gotten to the point. Where we are so inundated with the production that we overlook the pertinent issue, which was the game. We study. Well, we so we so looking at the you know as we repregnant. You know, don't nobody even talk about the the, the black dude scored four touchdowns. Well, first cares. black dude, nobody, right? Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Well, they so it's they, crazy. They stop that a long time ago. Okay, let me just say my point. I didn't really care about the performance. It didn't catch my eye. But it's just crazy how you just can't not like things these days. I was just, I wasn't saying That's she's not that. talented. I wasn't saying that she's not successful. I wasn't saying that she ain't rich. She's flying through the air pregnant. And I, and, oh, how much more she wanted to like do? It. Okay, I got I got I, I, okay, I got a question for you. If they had a bluegrass show and it was the world's greatest bluegrass, would you would you First of all, it? I don't even know what bluegrass is. It's like that country with banjos and stuff. If you don't like it, you just don't like it. And it's okay to not like stuff. I, I'm, People but, are like, she's a billionaire and I still didn't like it. I'm okay. not saying you didn't, you didn't have to like. I'm just saying, I think the show, I think, I liked it. I think she was good. I, I think, think her she catalog was picked up a child endangerment <laughs> dancing 75 feet in the air. Truth be that. told. I'll say that too loud. I'm calling uh, children's <laughs> services. <laughs> Mike, you want to say something? You want to throw something in on, on Riri, Big Mike? Yeah, I, I was just saying. I mean, if I'm 80 feet in the air, I'm not doing too much dancing either. Indeed. You know Come I mean? on. That's, Indeed. That's Indeed. Me, so. Now, you know, a couple of those guys almost fell off of that jump. They look like Mario and Mario game, like jump from platform <laughs> to platform. I mean, again, I'm saying the spectacle is obviously technically amazing. You know, there's no doubt that she is. She has been wildly successful. Her music obviously is a part of our she culture. She had 20, was 23 minutes? Right. 23 minutes and she spit, fit, fit 16 songs and in amazing. 23 minutes. What I'm just saying is there's a lot of things that are part of our musical catalog of our generation that we don't listen to and it's okay. And if they came on, we'd be like, all right, you know, dude is obviously talented, but it ain't my cup of tea. Right. It's the way we jump on each other. Like just for, I didn't say she's not a good singer or not a good dancer or should have danced more or should have been sexier or whatever. All I said was, I ain't care for the performance. And then people just go insane on you. Like, yeah, I, I lost a few members. I mean, I'm serious. Like, ties were down. You know, ties were down. Nobody wanted to shout. This Tiffany, don't ever, don't ever correct me on, uh -huh. on, on, on stage. No, don't ever do that. Last week, don't last ever week. correct me. I'm the man in this relationship. And nailed him doing that. He said, hey, when he come home, Tiffany said, go to bed, Jeffrey. <laughs> go to bed. She only want me to go to bed for one reason, okay, Bishop. I'm okay. married. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, what, what do you think about the performance about about Riri's, uh He didn't watch it. He was sleeping. He, he, was, he, was, he was sleeping. I was, uh, too. I was at my man CJ's house. You know, was, my Eagles were playing, so you know, I really was. That was the focus. Yeah, I wasn't concerned about watching. I'm not gonna be honest. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. But I will say, for her to be away for so long, uh, the hype was there. I think she was smart to take the performance, even though she was pregnant. But I'm like, you only go get offered the Super Bowl once in your life. So she turned it down once. 
really during the, during the cap time during the cap uh, Kaepernick stuff and a little uh, she the little the little when she used her little makeup thing <laughs> for the she was on TV smelling so what made her do it now. <laughs> hey, we found your co-host, Jeff, man. We found your co-host. Marlon, we'll be calling you this week. <laughs> we'll be calling you, Marlon, this week. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. No, so, I didn't know she turned one down. <laughs> she was spelling herself. Yeah, she turned one down, you know, in solidarity with Cap a while back. Cap's still not working. What made her take this one? But he got this that payout, though. Yeah. Oh. He did get that payout. Hey, they wrote a big enough check. That's yeah. what happened. I mean, let's, right. just, let's just be real. And so it sounds like there's a theme that from Maverick City to Riri, that if you present a big enough stage, you can't say no. And that's a machine. I didn't. I failed <laughs> yeah, to mention that. <laughs> All right, we got to watch Tatum. <laughs> Next time I go to New York, there's going to be cars following <laughs> me. So I need, to, I need to watch myself. <laughs> I need to watch myself. But, but, I mean, I just feel like Christians on the Christian tip, we're inserting ourselves too much into things. Somebody did say something to me, and they got mad, and I got smart with her back because she, I don't know if she thought it was a pastor. I wasn't going to say nothing back. But she was like, why are you watching this anyway? You know, you're supposed to be a pastor. And that was just me saying I don't like it. I didn't even say it was demonic. But I think the people who do think everything is demonic, you just throw your TVs away. Yeah. Please. Throw your TVs away. Please. You know, and, uh, you know, go back to prayer meeting five I days mean, a week. I mean, and I, 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 and, know uh, got, I know we got, I know we but I mean, they they going crazy because people want to go to Beyonce. First of all, if you got enough money to go to Beyonce concert, go ahead and go. Because I mean, I need I need pay your ties first. I need uh I pay need unemployment prices. I need uh you know I need welfare welfare I'm, I'm sell my food stamp prices. I'm not I mean, if if she got it and people would pay it, what I would charge it. Yeah, people still buying the tickets. Oh, they gotta be buying them. I mean, she's, she's going. I, I I wouldn't go not because I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go not because I wouldn't want to see her, but because I ain't paying that price to see her. I heard there's some affordable tickets too. No, they're just, affordable. Yeah, they're not bad. I heard there's a lot of. Affordable I mean, you'll tickets. be in like the the, the air ducts. But uh, that's what I mean. If you go sit way back I mean, there, you might as well watch it on because that's all you're gonna be able to do is watch it on TV there. I just wait for the concert to come out on Netflix or something or. Uh, you know, right. but I've never been again. I, I've Bechella. Not been a, a Beyonce. Bechella fan. part two. I don't think she's the devil. You know, it, she's a successful person. I mean, people forget. You know, we're we're a little older, but people forget that people accused uh, Michael Jackson of celebrating the occult when he made Thriller. Oh wow! Well, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Jehovah's Witness. Oh, absolutely! And if you ever watched the video, there's a disclaimer he placed at the beginning where he says, "This in no way." you know, reflects my belief in the occult or whatever because he got complaints about Thriller. So this is nothing new. This is this is just a part of culture and there's always been a sky is falling element to yeah. Christians. Well, and I everything think, I think is everything, the mark of the beast and Jesus is coming back. And they be like, and it's going to get you likes. Jesus is coming back for real It's going to get you likes I'm and like, you're going to go, you're going to go Grammys viral. Like all this death and destruction and the Grammys, that, that's, that's the last straw. <laughs> like, I mean, I just feel like there's so many other things I can attribute to Jesus being upset about. There's literally millions of people starving in Africa and people killing each other in war and famine and, and abuse. And we're like, nah, man, it's Sam Smith. He's it. He's the guy. Like, that's a problem for me. So I just right. feel like we should be less panicky all the time and try to be more loving or just shut your mouth. How about that? If you don't want to watch it, Start don't watch be quiet. it. That's it. But the, that's what the words. That's what the old bishops would say. Started to be quiet. Right. Uh, y'all know what time it is. It's time if they push the button right for meme of the week. Meme of the week. Before I get done. Meme of the week. Welcome to religiously incorrect, ladies and gentlemen. 
you send us your memes of the week. These are all jokes. We are just playing. It's 2023, y'all. I'm tired of sexy church. I'm tired of sexy church. Turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. Turn the lights on. I'm over it. Turn the lights on. I can't see nobody. This is why y'all don't even try to put on no clothes no more. Everybody come to church in black jeans. Everybody looks like a theater tech. Everybody looks like a theater tech at church because the lights is off, so nobody's trying. Okay, the praise and worship team is working as hard as they can, even though they can't see because it's so dark in there. And y'all still just rocking out. No, turn the lights on because I want to see God. I want to see you. And that brings me to my next point. I'm tired of these whisper lullabies. Crank the organ up. I've been through some things. Okay, I've been through some things. And these whisper lullabies in the keys of C, G, A, and E, they're not doing it for me no more. We had a good run. We had a good run. Pull the drawbars out. Turn the click track on. Turn the lights up. And somebody catch me. That's what I'm trying to. I'm, I need that. I need. I need. That's what I need. Okay. Turn the lights on. I'm done with sexy church. All right. Oh. Stop. 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 Oh. Thank you. All right. So we did a different meme of the week. Instead of a, a picture, we did a video. An old girl said she's tired of sexy church. We could have did a whole show off of this. This is probably a bad choice to, to do this, but I concur. But that's because I am a 95-year-old man stuck in a 40-year-old's body. So my opinion can't be trusted on these things. I wish we were back in the plantation somewhere. Ooh. So anybody else? Not uh, in the plantation. <laughs> Not in the plantation. You, we, we, we prayed harder back then. <laughs> this is a little lighter to me. That's why. We prayed <laughs> I'd be in the house. I, I would have been in the house serving grits. That's why you felt good saying that. Making biscuits. But this big boy out here. <laughs> they got me outside. But, but I, I feel her a little bit. It does feel a little over the top. And maybe not for every app, not for all that do it, but all that attempt to portray it, it doesn't always fit everything. And I see a lot of people trying to shove it in, and it's not. I like what she said about the songs had a good run, though. I was like, yeah, she's, that, that was funny. Said, unlike, unlike Todd Santos, um, Todd I want, Santos. <laughs> I don't want to be black on the plantation, but I do. I, I do I do hate the whole lights out uh, You know I mean come on they, they, They're gonna start putting stars up in their churches They already you know, do It's gonna be oh, everything Christmas lights. Chris, Yeah I mean it's too much It's too much How are you gonna see the demons to cast them out if all the lights are out I mean that's, I, I, just, I, want to, I want to see to read my Bible Listen you cannot beat the devil in the dark He has an advantage The Bible says walk in the light I think it's just another change And you know what they might have been the same kind of talk when they put like red carpet in the church for the first time. Right. And they was like, oh man, we walking on blood fire or something. I mean, who knows what they would say? You know. Chairs. Yeah. Bring chairs. Is that business one church might be the old basement party? Marlon, we'll call you tomorrow, man. And he's auditioning right corner. now. Marlon's auditioning right now, man. He's trying he's trying to get discovered. He's I was about to Oh my god. I was about to get a partner and go to a corner. That is hilarious. <laughs> it does feel it does feel a little sexy. Remember we had that at Agape one time. Uh, 
It was, it was Easter service, and that, that couple in the back was like slow dancing. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, this. they were in the very, they were in the last pew, and I happened to run to the back to do something while they was in worship. And like, there was a couple like, hey. standing in front of each other in the pew. Like, Ooh. hey, it was probably it was probably Micah's sister singing Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Brandy was Brandy was bringing sexy back to the church, <laughs> and somebody caught that vibe. And I mean, but that was those days we was reaching like everybody, everybody, right, everybody. right, everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like dope dealer guy was like leaving stolen goods as tides and stuff, and he was like, "Hey, here's a here's a random bag from Best Buy. I just want to give this to you." And I'm like, "Man, why you give me hard drives? <laughs> <laughs> what is this all about? Your tides fell off the back of a truck." So uh, yeah, I mean, oh, I feel man. like there is a lot to be said about that, about the stylistic of uh, you know of church visuals matter. It does. Visuals matter, but I don't think visuals fit everybody. I think you just have to exercise. We've added a few lights, but we still got them white walls, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, the mothers want to see them white walls in that cross. They Man. can see the cross. Is Dave Harbrook on today? I went up from Dave Pulpit. Dave Harbrook had them oh, big, them hot lights. man, them light, man. I was like, oh my God. How oh, do you he, preach had them, with he, had this? Them, he had them Grand Old Opry lights. <laughs> I'm like, how do you preach? You should be blind by now. You should be Barnabas. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> he had them Garth Brooks lights going on up there. Jesus, but, thou son of Jonah. I got a complaint about when we got our first screen at Agape and we covered up the cross and we got a complaint oh, about yeah. it. Like, you covered up the cross. They literally said, you covered up the cross, I can't see Jesus. <laughs> Man. I don't know, I struggle with the lights. You struggle? I struggle because um, I've had someone, some people tell me, you know, I need the lights on because... Sometimes seeing someone else get theirs, get deliverance, and okay. you know, them worshiping, it motivates me. Or, you know, they think about kids. If kids see people, you know, praising and being involved in a the service, then... That's an interesting take. But, and let me ask you, because this probably affects you more than anybody, these uh, songs, these real slow... Because y'all don't get to play no more. Y'all, y'all <laughs> drummers, <laughs> y'all get to hit the... One time. Maybe having that one think. chime thing, they'd be like, Shh. <laughs> Remember the percussionist? Remember the percussionist? Yeah. I that's, all you, that's all you get. Why are percussionists always weird? Oh, I've never man. met a normal percussionist. <laughs> they always be like, <laughs> they, be, they be miming and doing percussion at the same time. Oh, I know too many cats of percussion had this conversation on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth though I've never met a normal percussion I've never met a normal auxiliary percussionist oh, man but you have to be special to play percussion you do I remember when it was like a, oh no you can't play you know you're not gonna play man you can put your own percussion right but now it's like a, I gotta call somebody in to, to do that play. yeah right but when I was coming up it was roto toms you had the little roto toms on the side man somebody killed those if you know then you know if you yeah. know then you know so does it bother you though does it bother you uh, did y'all get to jam no more I I think it's about your musicality. Like if we, to technically answer that question, like the music is way more open. Whereas like you know, for example, like a Ricky Diller cut, there are portions you have to play what's required in that spot. I got to be locked in. I got to match what the bass player is doing. We got to right. move. You know what I'm saying? Transitions. Um, the CCM style gospel stuff because we're not playing how they play it. It's so open that if you don't have Something to say musically, like if you don't have a bag to go into, you will get really bored. You'll really get bored fast. real quick. Yeah, you'll get bored. I and like it. the people in the crowd, they respond to your energy when it comes to that music. You know okay. what I mean? Like, you gotta so, give them something. Yeah, you yeah you gotta give them something. I feel it. It's like you. Feel it. If your church is like that, you gotta hire the guys. I feel it. Okay, good. Well, we're way behind time. The hour is far spent. 
So <laughs> let me thank our ads real quick. Phillips Family Care Businesses, starting with Phillips Cleaning Service, residential, commercial, floor cleaning, basic cleaning. They also do house uh repairs and they actually did something for me this past week really appreciate it call fernando at 219-7916 and while you're at it before you know it the grass will be growing again so check out phillips care lawn services lawn care starting at 30 dollars. it can't possibly still be 30 dollars. inflation is just too high i'm sure it's going to be more so don't quote me but call my man anything you can think of concerning yard or outdoors fernando will take care of it he's got a great crew look him up on facebook at phillips care llc and that is it all right so we're at the 25-minute mark, and we're going to bring our other guests right in because our show is called Pay to Play. And we want to talk with our musician friends, brothers, these professionals who serve the church. And uh, we want to talk about the expectations. We want to talk about the professionalism. We want to talk about the disagreements, maybe the conflicts uh, that come with being a musician in today's church world and where you'd like to th- see things go. Uh, maybe where you see things headed and how churches can respond and, and what church members or attendees can expect. So we have Har- Car- Carrington, I almost said Harrington, Carrington Heron in here with us from the famous Heron family. He, he's an amazing young man doing great things, carrying on the next generation. And bringing in right now, my man Micah Hall is coming in. What's happening, Micah? What's going on? How y'all feeling? Man, we good, we man. Good, how are you? Good. You're awfully far away, yeah, Mike. Man, I mean, this cat, this cat, this cat wants to see the whole man. view. This cat. Never mind, back up. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, you good, Doc. You good. <laughs> Please, <you're> Doc. <laughs> no, it's good to have y'all here. I need a little more volume on Micah. It's, it's, uh, it's great to have y'all here. You know, and I want to give y'all the floor first because we did a lot of talking. Uh, and I want to start with Micah. And we're in an era of worship bands. We're in an era of, you know, salaries and stipends and, and, and creating a good team with, you know, and if you want a quality worship experience at a quality church. Uh, how do you feel about where the church is going concerning music and musicians? And, and maybe you can speak for musicians. How do you feel what, where we're going and, and where we need to be? Oh, man, that's a broad that's a question, question, I know. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a tough one. But I will say... Uh, I, I don't want to be too politically correct, but I'll say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So I will say that a lot of these songs that we're playing now, I heard you guys talking about how things are more simple. You know, drummers don't get to do what they would do before. But in that, I don't want to be boring, but uh, there is is beauty in the music that is going on now because it's just so open, like Tank said, you know. If you're just a regular player, if you want to play one, four, five, six, one, you can do that. But you could do those same progressions and still have fun with it, you know, mm. just depending on your musicianship. So I will say that, you know, some of the songs are very dry. If you listen to the words, it's like, okay, what are you talking about? But the right. songs that really have the oil on it, you know, it's like finding that perfect balance between, you know, Music can drive you to a place, and pass. Both of you guys know, as preachers, can people get excited when the organ's not pushing you to go there? What's your relationship with God, really? Do you need an organ for you to 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 to, uh, to see what God has brought you through throughout the week? So, more right. than anything, more than the music, it's the words that they're saying. And I don't want to seem boring because I'm a musician. Some of the stuff just is straight up boring. I say that it's it's terrible, you know, but. You know, that's my that's my take on that. I feel it. Carrington, you want to want to pop into that? 
And if we got any comments, if you want to pop your comments in, I'm sure they'll respond to them. Um, I kind of agree with Micah. It is there is a beauty in space, and um, I think space leaves opportunity for things like worship, um, understanding. I, I think we so used to. I know I grew up in a stomping smack church, right? Drums. You don't really. You didn't. Even though we had great musicians, you didn't need too much. But the you know what I mean you Go with it right Yeah and uh, And if you couldn't It was really about the uh, The aggressiveness Of your musicianship And you know Cause we gotta stay locked in I think the music That we're playing now Requires uh, More patience And Like as a musician You know Take the genre away As a musician There's more thinking Involved now hmm. there's, there's more production Involved now um, but if you're the average churchgoer and you're not used to this change of pace, I can understand why this would be like shell shock mm-hmm. or for us, culture shock. Right. Um, cause it's like, whoa, you know, and, and a lot of the, a lot of times I think with the change it's people found God at a place and they didn't know he existed somewhere else. Wow. So it's like, man, when I got saved, Oregon was screaming, People was yelling Jesus, and I was crying. And I got it for real. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and, but they, but you know, you got it. You know, you got it. You know, you got it. So now that uh, some of the lights are dimmed, um, somebody playing, you know, strings and piano, and the words a lot more simple. It's like, man, oh, this ain't it. And it's like, well, I don't know, cause he got it too. You know. We don't know though. The mothers ain't said. The mothers ain't said he got it yet. Right. Mothers, mothers got to spit on you at least five times. To make sure you got it. I mean, if, if they brought back mothers screaming at you, I could deal with that. If it was Maverick City and Church Mothers, I'd be like, all right, I can do that. I can do that. We need to do Maverick City Mothers. Right. That's what I want to see. So listen, fellas, both of y'all. Back in the day, it was like a catalog of cats out here, man. You know, you could almost go to your Rolodex and find a drummer or a P-word player or somebody. And, you know, now, like most of the cats, most of the dudes, they locked in somewhere. So even if you try to call somebody, you know, either you pan out to, you know, I mean, because, I mean, you know, cats ain't leaving just for, you know, they ain't, they ain't just gigging no more for the for the fun of it, just to help you out. But you know what I mean? So it's almost like y'all got y'all got like a little union now. Yeah, they got, they got a secret union they ain't told <laughs> you know, us about. They got a little man. union, you they're know what I mean? Like, like, you know. They're about to nah, go on nah, strike. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, nah, doc, I, I ain't going to kick it. You know, the, the little $50 y'all used to give, nah, I ain't even gas money no more. Right. I mean, where has, where has that come to? I mean, because honestly, I mean. You, some of y'all cats are y'all that dude y'all that dude now y'all are that dude now but it's, everybody's not that dude but yeah truth everybody ain't that and so if you don't get that dude you definitely get what you paying for <laughs> but they might still charge like that dude well, they want to they want to try to charge like that so I mean how how is what is the is there a pay rate is there a, you know what I mean and I know cats like Micah who's probably one of the Best piano players around here. I know. I mean, this cat has came and done stuff, and maybe it's just because we have relationship and always been like, man, whatever you know, whatever, whatever. And I know he don't do that for everybody, but I mean, how do y'all charge? How do y'all do y'all look at the church? Do y'all look at the size? What do y'all do with that? I'm gonna let the the family man answer first. I'm sure. He yeah, he got he got mouths to feed. He got mouths to feed. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But here's the thing, and I'm and I'm glad because I've been grounded multiple times in this. I feel like assignments are very important and, and musicians get away from that. 
You're, mm. And I, uh, Bishop Paramore came Bishop to the church Paramore. not too long ago, and he said a word specifically to the musicians. Musicians, don't pimp yourself to the highest bidder. Mm. Me and Tank talk about this all the time. We could be getting paid $2,000 a week. This is just throwing a number out. If I'm miserable playing my instrument, then it's drawing me away from what I really love to do. I don't want to go somewhere to, number one, where the, the, the leader's not giving me a good word. The pastor doesn't feel like my pastor. You know, he's not, you know, you know, pouring into me like that. And then number two, I'm playing with the band to where everybody's walking in. Even if it's a huge church, if everybody's getting paid great and it's, it's just a job to them, to me, that's not fun. If, if you don't understand that we are here on assignment to set the atmosphere, we don't need you to come up here and shed. We don't need you to come up here and, and say, listen, y'all said we're done at 11 o'clock. We got to go. And I understand people have different obligations and things like that. Uh, it's all understandable. But that's to me, I, I could talk about this for a long time. This is a touchy subject. A lot of musicians are going for the dollar and a lot of them are getting paid but they're stuck where they're at because their minds are stuck on money. You, you may have been, maybe you were supposed to be attached to a preacher that could have paid you a third of the money, but you might be traveling across the entire country, making more money than you could have ever made just from submitting to where you were supposed to be at in that moment. So like you said, Pastor Jeff and Pastor Todd, anybody that I've come across in my journey, I will always, you guys know, you can call me. Whatever oh, yeah. you need from me, I, I got you. But I, I feel like you guys have been placed in my life for a reason. Not to pay me. Like God's taking care of me for my faithfulness. And what I've given to the church, God has taken care of me outside of the church. I've never had to depend on a church for anything. God has taken care of me. So that's all I got to say on that. Now, you said, you know, you, you have a, you know, obviously a career outside of the church. That's a debate of whether or not musicians should have a career outside of the church or depend fully on the church. And, and what that creates as far as the dynamics of what you said, obviously, it, I can't hate on the fact that you are considering the funds that you are going to be receiving if those are your only funds. How much of that do, should we expect? And, you know, our context is Warren, Youngstown, Midwest, small towns, smaller churches, whatever. Right. How much of that should be taken into account when someone's saying, I need my livelihood to be fully supported by the church I play for, or the church I play for, plus gigging, this, that, and the other, right, you know, whatever right. might come with it. Uh, what do you feel is the wisdom of that, the understanding of that, uh, life situation, Carrington? I mean, where, where do you stand on that? Um, I'm a name drop. So, <laughs> shout out to Pastor Eddie Parker. He probably don't even know who I am. Uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, he used to come to Monument when I was younger, and he would say, every time it was offering time, he would say, you know, I'm raising this offering for the church. Yada yada. I don't trust anyone in here to feed my wife. Huh. And he's preaching. Right. And um, I'm like, man, that stuck with me as a kid. And then when I got older and I started taking music more serious, I'm like, I agree with you. I don't I don't trust anybody on the floor or in the pulpit pay for my soon-to-be wife. Shout out to Diamond Valentine, soon-to-be here. God bless you, man. God bless you, man. Glory, Welcome glory. to the club. You gonna, you gonna, you gonna propose online? Right. Uh, <laughs> here. Exactly. Jesus. Okay. Serenade. <laughs> no, but uh, when he said that, I was like, wow, that's huge. And um, I'll say this. You need multiple streams of, of income regardless of if all the streams are music-related. Right. But I'm not ever... Leaving it up to 
a human who can, I mean, I come in on a Sunday five minutes late and you could have had the worst week of your life. And today that's just not okay. And I'm fired. Right. So I can't leave that up to anyone, especially, you know, the older we get, you just realize, you know, the more I need to have more control of where I'm going. The things that I can't handle, I need to handle. So, you know, I'd like to make sure that I'm always prepared, like gigging outside of church. Um, that's a thing. Playing consistently at a church is a thing. But then also, I've moved into, like, production and things of that nature. Um, I even, I mean, the way I see it, I don't want to be playing drums at somebody's church by the time I'm 35. I feel it. I'm 28, and I'm like, man, I don't need to be on drums. You know, we swelling at 11 a.m., you know, I got kids. It, nothing wrong with that. But if I am, I want it to be on a totally different level. You know what I mean? I feel it. Because growing up in, in, like you said, in, North, in Northeast Ohio, in the Midwest, it's very blue collar, very grinded out. And so no matter how talented or gifted you are, the pay reflects that. Right. Because, you know, I can practice as much as I want. I can shoot for the stars and I can be getting, you know, flown out to play gigs all over the country. But at the end of the day, Whatever the tithe is, <laughs> you know, that's what it is. What it's gonna be? That's what it's gonna be. So I, I wouldn't. I'm gonna get mine. I mean, the pastor, <laughs> the pastor does get paid first. You know so what I, mean? I made sure I cleared that with the deacons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you got. You always have to have. I think you know. Being stable is on you. It's not on the church. I feel oh, it. that's good. Doc. Yeah, I, I like it. that. I like that. You know, there's a lot being said because obviously what this music shift is creating is a different brand of musician. Obviously, the old, no disrespect, but the old lady at the Baptist church can't run with this stuff and give what we want. And churches want something. At least some of us do. Uh, and obviously, I see musicians. And I, you know, I read the commentary and I see how it's going. And obviously, the musicians want something. They want to present something. They want to operate at a certain level to the best of their ability. And I hear and read stuff about, you know, equipment needs to be at this level. You know, we want to be able to 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 to, to operate in this particular. But I'm watching. And again, let's go back to context of culture and maybe a region and area. It's like a lot of churches can kind of do without it and be like, nah, we cool with the old. And, and, and they are. They're, they're, they're cool. If, if, it's, if it's the hymn, the old lady on the piano, and that preacher doing his same old thing. I, I say this same thing about like mega churches and all. It's still not the norm. Mm-hmm. It might be on its way there. Right. Even the way you guys, our band, we got a nice tight band. See, it does a great job. I see what you guys do. I see what Micah's running. That's still not the norm. It's not. That's maybe in our region, five churches in the whole region, Maybe. maybe. Yeah, more like three or four where you can count on an actual synced band right. attempting to play rehearsed music that that has whether it's traditional or newer or whatever. They're actually OK. How's that intro go? You know, because, you know, if you go to Baptist, the intro is playing the whole song all the way through <laughs> while the choir stands up. That is the intro playing the chorus while the choir is doing this. Yes, sir. OK. But at the same time, then we have this. OK, start the click track. Da, 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 da. We know when to hit blah, blah, blah. Again, that's not the norm. Right. And sometimes I do feel a frustration that there aren't as many platforms available right. to express that excellence yeah. through the church. It's just not there, whether the money is the style of the church, the flavor, the culture, whatever. Uh, you know, a lot of people just happy foot stomping still. Or they relegate to, hey, that's where our budget is. This is what we do. This is what the people are accustomed to. How do you feel about that imbalance between what you're capable of 
presenting and what the church is actually hungry for, if you want to put it that way. Now, this is where I could probably talk forever. Talk forever, Doc. Um, we got there, two minutes. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> there is definitely a difference between uh, this is what we have the budget for and this is what we're actually going to pay for. Okay. Um, because I think this is in my... This is, these are the situations I've been in before um, In no specific ministry But I've heard it, you know, friends And you, it's like, okay, we want to do A, B, and C A, B, and C probably is all production related mm-hmm. Whether it's um, Lights Whether it's uh, I mean, these are things that people may not know That they're paying for Because my I bring drumsticks everywhere I go I'm a drummer, I'm a professional drummer Right. Me showing up without drumsticks is ridiculous No matter how big the church is You hear that, CJ? <laughs> no, nah, I'm joking. It's I'm just, joking. it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but like, some churches buy drumsticks, right? I don't need drumsticks. I'm like, I'm at a different level. Um, I've just, I've graduated there. I want to know: Can we work on miking all the drums? Can we start feeding, you know, the drum mix into the uh, live stream? Can we mix the live stream? You know what I mean? I know a lot of churches are still doing the phone. Open air, you get what you get. If you can hear it, you can. If you right, cannot, you, can, right. you know what I mean? And I'm like, man, my my viewpoint has broadened on what I want to spend money on now. Right. Um, and that's tough because I'm like, man, pews, carpet, chandeliers, big chairs. You know, like, I feel like things get paid for and things get kept. And it's easy if, um, if your music department never was... If it wasn't like the shining star of your ministry, that's not something you're going to be so easily adjust right. to paying for. Right. But like you said, it's 2023. And if it's one thing COVID did is it put everyone on display when we went live. That is true. And now if I can if I can say what I know for a fact, my generation, um, like I said, I'm 28 years old, 18 to 35, they're watching your live stream and deciding if they're getting out of bed to drive over there. And even though my man who's watching the stream may not know what kind of drum set you have, he hears that someone isn't taking care of it. Now, let me challenge you on that. <sighs> Which 18 to 35s? The 18 to 35s who grew up with you in church, who gig, who know music, who know gospel? Or are we talking about the other 95% of 18 to 35 seeking God who don't really know about any of that? Yeah. And they're not even gospel savvy, church savvy. You know, we live in an unchurched generation, obviously. It started about my age, you know, completely unchurched. I feel like the younger set of our musicians and, and with all the gifts, sometimes I wonder who is the target audience? That's a good Because question. there's a large generation. And I feel like I, we used to say it's about older people. Older people are dying. They're shrinking. You know, that, that church is shrinking. But also people who are in church, period, are shrinking. Yeah, so period. are we thinking more broadly about what reaches the lost or... And I don't mean this derogatorily, but are we more about how can we better entertain the found? Okay, yeah. Have you been in church so long that we want things to be different, want things to be advanced, and we want the people who grew up like us to feel like we're advancing? Or are we thinking about, because honestly, I'm getting plenty of 18 to 13, 18 to 35s at good old Second Baptist. Most of them are not church kids. Most of them are not coming in saying that production was nice. Right. What they're saying is, I'm hurting. I'm going through life. I'm stressed, you know, and... What I'm getting when I come to church, some of it is old school too, it is, is feeding my spirit. 
Yeah. And I, so I feel like sometimes the talk of what people are seeing and they notice our production, I always ask, well, what people? You know what I mean? Yeah. Which ones? Well, I'll say, too, um, I think every ministry has a different assignment in different regions. Because um, I know I noticed, like, there are some ministries in other areas that I've noticed, not literally not around here. Right. Where it's like, man, when people first get saved, this church is amazing for the start of their journey. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, A1, the way they handle them, mm-hmm. the way they break it down for them, the way uh, the ministries are ranked throughout the week. And right. then if people are leaving, they're constantly bringing in new converts. Right. So the church stays full. And even though it seems like it's an open door, it's the right open door. Right. You know, it's a swinging door. Uh-huh. Um, with that being said, I think the, the reason I brought up us trying to be excellent in that particular ministry is oh, because people like, or we just talked about Beyonce show. People are debating on whether they're going to, you know, pay rent money mm-hmm. to go see Beyonce. Right. And I'm like, Saturday night. And I'm saying this is for anyone because I've had people who've watched my uh, videos on Instagram or live stream. And they're like, man, what church are you at? My church is not like that. Right. And it'll be someone who I know. I'm like, man, I go to school with you. I didn't even know you were going to church. Right. And they're like, well, I don't like it. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it is what it is. I go, you know, I grew up. But seeing church with... Uh, I want to say a prefla of ages because it's not about all young. I think that's terrible. Right. I, I don't trust my generation. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you know, you got a, the older churches where it's not much happening. Right. Seeing the mixture and that everyone's involved in service, I think that inspires anyone. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, just being involved in service. But what I was going to say, uh, my first point, I'm sorry. What I was going to say is when churches have those different assignments, I think they focus on what brings people in for that church. Right. And the issue is to me, that no one really is trying to bring in the people who see Beyonce on Saturday. I am. And, 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 <laughs> I want them. That's why I be singing single right. ladies and stuff on Sunday morning. <laughs> but, but it's like, it's tough to see B on Saturday and then Sunday morning, like you said, you know, the mother is on playing. But it's not. Oh, well, 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 the mothers, you're correct. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I couldn't like, go there. I could not tough. ask a person to come to that, but I could ask them. And something that I am seeing is, goes back to sexy church girl mm-hmm. there are some who are like i went to the club last night right i don't want to feel like that on sunday morning mm-hmm. i'm okay being somewhere while i'm sitting in grandma's pew now does it need to be better presented when i came to my church both me and my wife is like uh okay what are we gonna do with this and the first answer is always and this is one of the first answers i got well pastor you go get rid of all of that we you just gonna knock it down oh, and such yeah. and such and such and i'm like actually no I was growing in a love for hymns. I'm like, I don't think the hymn is bad. I think the way you sing it is dry. Right. How about I get up and add some life and some flavor, and then, you know, you start getting the band together and playing it correctly. We ain't doing no remixes, but the excellence of that flow, when we do these old tracks, we did The Lord is Blessing Me Right Now. You did the old tracks, and you're rocking it right. Young and old are like, okay, I can get with that. Right. And I often say, no matter what the context or style or culture Give it quality. Give right. it the quality it deserves. Because James Cleveland deserves the same quality as Maverick City. Yes. You ought to give it to it. But what they did is we gave up on James Cleveland. We don't even know what the song's supposed to sound like anymore. Total, you know, Richard Smallwood been, been cussed us out like nine times about singing <laughs> Total Praise the wrong way. Because right. we just gave up on actually trying to do it remotely right. Supposed to every month, right? But see, Pastor right. Side, you... You are a music. You are a musician. There is a you have musicality. Right. So when you come in, you can say, okay, I know, I can know how to switch that up. A lot of pa- 
pastors, myself, are not musically inclined. So does that go back to bringing the right MD in? Or yes. getting the right musicians? And I think the right MD for the culture of your church. Right. Because I'm paying, as a pastor, a person who can fit the culture and stretch the culture of our church appropriately. Fit where we're at, the DNA of who we are, but also stretch appropriately. Like, you're not about to just throw us directly into, Ma like, Maverick City is not a fair one, but, you know, let's say Maverick City floor. Like, immediately, we might implement what feels like it will be a good slide into that place, but it definitely has to do with the person who has a heart for the church and not just for, this is my flavor, this is my flow, this is where I got to be, you're going to get what you get. You know I, what I mean? I think that's a lack of professionalism. I agree. Um, being versatile, and I'm Mike, chime in whenever, bro. Yeah, we lost Mike for a minute. He had that boost <laughs> he mobile. He had that. Uh, <laughs> he had that Obama phone. Are you back, Mike? You, you, did you did you pay that bill? We good? Can you guys hear? Yeah, we can hear you now. There you go. There you go. Yep. So what were you guys talking about? Sorry about that. Uh, we were talking about different styles, and uh, I mentioned that. When I hire someone, I hire for them for the context of my church. Second Baptist is a certain flavor of church. You got to be able to obviously rock with the traditional. You can stretch a little bit and we want to stretch. But, you know, we have a DNA and uh, Carrington made the point that if a person can't be versatile or refuses to be, that's a mark of unprofessionalism, that they're not going to prepare themselves to serve where they're at. And, you know, want you to chime in on that. Uh, well, I agree with you 100 uh, percent. I just want to make sure I understand it correctly. So we're talking on the musician side, right? Right. Like what the church is asking the musicians to do and, you know, what the musicians are capable of doing or willing to do. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause, because naturally, I mean, I, that's even something that I struggle with along the way. Uh, naturally, I'm just not the most churchy. Like that's not natural to me. You know, I grew up in quartet. So we played everything wrong, but we know how to pick up everything. If that makes sense. <laughs> right. Right. So, like we'll pick it up like yeah we got you but you're playing it wrong so i right. when i first came into the you know the uh you know the more modern church scene you know it was antron hill that really helped me i was really having a hard time of i would just plan little stuff wrong that i thought was right but i literally had no idea i'm like dude i don't know this you know style of music so i agree with you guys 100 percent. if you're not willing to you know you know, commit yourself to learning, you know, that's the, and that's sometimes the struggle sometimes. And, and I'm sure Tank would agree, but sometimes dealing with older musicians, they're not, you know, you've been doing something for 35 years. You can't just change something like that. So it's going to take an even bigger step for them to, you know, to modernize yourself. And that's a tough thing to do. So it does take a lot of commitment. And I agree with you 100 percent. You can't just if you're not willing to spend that time to to, to learn, you know, the, the new things. And, and, and especially, I feel like there's no excuse now. Because like we talked about earlier, a lot of the music is, is very vanilla, you know, on the surface. I, I don't want to just play it. Like, there's there's a lot of freedom to do stuff. But if you can't just play a major on the one, a major on the four, a major on the five, a minor on the six, it's like, all right. You know, and, and it stinks that it has to be like that. But I agree with you. You got to commit yourself to be able to. You know, right. You know what? Right. And right. just to play devil's advocate, and I know Mike can uh, get with me on this. The church I grew up in, I can only probably name a few cats our age that can go just play right now. Because, like you said, the music is requiring you to have a very different library. 
and you gotta play. Right. Period. Like let it be let it be known. It's much harder to play at a traditional Baptist Pentecostal church than it is to play at a you know, we dim in the lights right now. You got your set set. Mm. Yeah. Your set is set. Yeah, because we can walk ways. in and you don't know what's gonna happen. Right. And I still need you to be really good. Right. Right. And, and that's, I mean, that's how I look at my friends who we run with and, you know, CJ, the people we play with often, whenever I'm with Micah, if it's going to change on the fly, that's what I'm paying you for. I'm paying, I'm paying you to, you've practiced for years, you've got to this point in your career to where now I can sit you on the stage and no matter what happens, we can go. Right. At a high right. level. Right. I want to ask, there's been a lot said, and I'm grateful that it's being said. Again, I went from being a musician to being a pastor. Uh, now, I had the privilege of being in a very healthy situation, very healthy. My father uh, was a man of integrity. Obviously, we need a PK, but it wasn't even like favoritism PK. It was just he wanted to do things right, do things fair, not exploit me. And I loved what I did. I was in a good culture. But I watched so many of my peers in a bad culture exploitative you ought to do this for the lord then get talked down beat down underpaid all that stuff do you feel that there's been somewhat of an overcorrection when you talk about the guys chasing the money who would think like hey they're gonna treat me like dirt anyway i might as well get mines you know it's not you know like there's an overcorrection to the value of a musician because we know that good music costs we know that good talent rehearsal time you know taking the time to develop yourself but sometimes it feels like 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 a young lady would say, I watched my grandma get mistreated. I ain't going out like that. And they turn into like something else that's not oh, wife ready. Yeah. It's like we've watched good church musicians get mistreated. So now we might have some in the generation who are like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go out like that. But I'm honestly not church ready yeah. because I'm so desperate to not be like, let's be honest. There's some cats we know that are blazing and have been blazing for 20, 30, 40 years. And it's kind of sort of pathetic. You're kind of like you've been taken advantage of. You've been used. You know, this is just your lane. And I support young guys like, yeah, not me. You ain't about to just pay me in chicken bones. But then it might be an overcorrection mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, I got to have this. I know you getting it. You know, you can't have a good service without me. Uh, don't let me get up and walk out. So it turns into, a, I mean, how do you counter that? Becoming toxic like that. Oh, man. I think that's a rude issue. I'm going to be honest. A what issue? A root, a root issue. issue. I'm talking like, who did you watch and listen to when you were young? How did they talk around you? Hmm. Um, what was the nature of that beast? Like, what environment were you in? Um, what were their expectations, and did you watch them meet them? Hmm. Because, like, I, I I can't feel that way. Like, the, the overcorrect, I think you're right. That's happening a lot. And then if I can just be honest, once again, Micah, correct me if I'm wrong, most of them, you're not that good. <laughs> like, like, hey, bro, like, like, come on, you know. I done called a couple cats for funerals and was, like, disappointed by the first song. Like, dude. Yeah, like, what are you doing? You don't know there's not a friend? Like, are you for real? Like, you didn't try to learn to take me to the king the right way? Are you for real? See, that's the thing. And the, Do I need to come over there? Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I'm like, do I need to step over there? And, you know, right. But they're like, yo, but I needed this, though, to come. And I'm like. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think mm. that is becoming a thing. Yeah. One of the other things I see that happen a lot, I saw, um, especially on these YouTube videos. I think it was Paul Morton who chastises uh, mm. 
musicians yeah. for walking out, for walking or out, walking out, or walk. And you know, it happened a lot. I've seen a lot of you know after they got done gigging or we call gigging or playing. Well, they, they play this. They go yeah. and they, they go get a drink or something. But I mean, if you don't come back until until character's case, they go get a little sippy sip. <laughs> <laughs> they go get a little sippy sip, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, it's cool. You you you, you got done playing. You know you're tired. You know you go get a drink. But I mean, you should kind of like get back. You know what I mean? You know before we get to uh, the high hoop. You know what I mean? You right. know. But I mean, what what is that? I mean, do we? Is it wrong for him to check check him for that? Or you know what I mean? Or Mike? Yeah. So if you don't, yeah. So I feel like. There's, there's the pastor, and I, I feel like it's very important for the minister of music to kind of be over that. You know, you've got to kind of have people that are. That's that, that, that what you guys are talking about is 100 percent right because I that's something I did. I'm not just trying to bash other people. You know, as soon as we got done playing, we would go out and, and just go kick it. I couldn't tell you what the pastor talked about, but as you get older and you have a family and you got to start praying over your kids and your wife. You know, you go to church on Sunday to play music and get paid, but you leave without the word. So honestly, that's that's something that I really had to like. I came to a point of in the, in the position I'm in now, to where I have to kind of, you know, not guide people, but it's like you know, when when we're done playing, I'm out there listening to what Pastor talks about. Pastor can come talk to me afterwards, and I'm like, great word, you know, and I can you know I can recite what he was talking about. But that's helping me in my everyday life. So I think. It's just a huge cycle of it's a problem, 100%. I mean, it's a problem, and I understand. A lot of us play in multiple churches, so I'm understanding. You know, the third, fourth service, it's like, all right, you know, after this, I'm right, going to right. and go talk. I get it. But in one of those services, I feel like it's very important as musicians that, that we don't forget why we're there. At the end of the day, yeah. you know, we're up under yeah, a pastor. I, I, pastor. And, and that's another thing you said earlier about being under the right kind of pastor or part of the ministry. And, and maybe that's the danger of gigging. Not that you shouldn't help everywhere. But let's just be clear. Just like there are not great musicians or singers or whatever, sometimes not great preachers. Well, and there are many people are like, I don't want to listen to this. We don't want to talk, like, like, talk about like, that. I don't want <laughs> to hear this. Like, this is bad. You know, this is not good. But I, I once said, and I've said it multiple times, usually I tweet it or, or Facebook it. It's like, we do live in a place where you're giving out excellence as musicians, you know, the, the singers and all, but not only is it good for your own soul to get a word or whatever, but the people are still watching you. The people are still watching you. And I've sat there and watched people engage. And y'all, y'all know how we do worship. Come on and do this. Come on and do that. Da, 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 da. You ought to be doing it. And then lift your hands. Da, 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 da. And as soon as they're off the stage, they're either on their phones or out the room. Come on, sir. And it's, and the people are looking like, so the worship just stopped when you walked off the stage or the, pre- the preacher gets up. And again, I'm not saying you don't need to veg out, check on things or whatever. I get that. But during times I watched the entire crew like we're, 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 we're checked out, mm-hmm. not even trying to show like almost you forget that. And Ariel made a great point about presentation matters uh, on multiple levels. Like that's that's a multi-level kind of situation. Presentation matters in the excellence you give. Right. Presentation matters in, you know, the setup of your church and what you're doing. But it also matters that you exhibit and exude what you were promoting while you were playing. You know what I mean? Like the preacher can't just be good when he's hooping because you get to get back on. Right. Or you get to flow when he's done in worship or whatever. And again, I'm all for a break 
and all. And I literally did have once upon a time when I was growing up, CJ knows who I'm talking about. You know, we did have an organist who would like, you know, he was ready, you know, to, 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 uh, to reach into his pocket and get what he needed, you know, before the hoop, uh, <laughs> you know. But, but I mean, to be totally checked out, I think it's a bad look. Yeah. You know, and if you're supposed to walk off for a minute, which we see it all, all over, white churches, black churches. I mean, the white church people, they disappear and come back. And they be coming in like ghosts. Like the white church people, <laughs> like if you go to like the dark churches at the white, they literally just slip out and then they soon they be knowing exactly, they don't even hoop like that, but they know exactly when the cat is getting there. And next thing you know, you hear a guitar like doom, 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 doom. You're like, oh shoot, where'd he come from? Right. Because he knew exactly when to come back in. But I mean, like, I think that matters that there is a respect for the word that is still the main thing, even if it's not high quality. It's still supposed to be the main thing. I've been hearing, seeing, like, we know that music can't go, we, we know that music plays a huge part of, in the church, but I'm seeing a disturbing amount of people basically saying things like, there would be no church without music, or oh, let us leave and see what happens, like that kind of thing. And I can speak from experience, I can't preach to an empty room without an organ. Yeah. Like, I've torn up a hotel bar, and I'm not saying like arrogant, but I, I can tear up a hotel bar and make you throw your chicken in, you know, you know, do all that stuff, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> he was all greasy one time. I was in Canton. <laughs> like, but I, I feel like that's, first of all, what you said, the public rebuke of musicians, but then there's also the public clapback from musicians. Right. And so what do you think about that whole conversation being public, essentially? Um, I think it's public because it didn't happen in private. Mm. That's it. That's it right there, dog. Uh, yes, sir. Because we, there's two sides of that coin. There's the one of like, okay, you chose to play at a church, which is a religious establishment, which there's a culture, there's a way, and there's a structure to how we move and do what we do. Right. The flip side is if I'm not a member here, even if I am a member here, at some point there is going to be a business transaction. Right. So even if, you know, I know a lot of people don't like hirelings. I am a hireling at some point. You know what I mean? Right. And so I think, a lot of times, some pastors, they get guys where it's like, I need someone. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, I can be, I have the skill set it takes to be hired to do the job. Right. I do not intend on getting baptized here. I don't intend on handing you your towel when you're sweating. Right. I'm going to play the organ when I'm, I'm supposed to play the and organ. And I'm out. Yeah. And, and so I think it's tough because if you don't have that conversation, which is for some guys it's tough, you know, some guys it's not. If, if that's not established beforehand, you will get a lot of, uh, there'll be signs of miscommunication. I'll just say that. Right. Um, but as far as the, um, <laughs> I don't know. I struggle with the whole thing of, uh, uh, what'd you just say? There's no music without the church. Yeah. There's no church without yeah, the music. Come on, like, okay, bro. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I think you, I get where you're coming from because yeah. obviously a certain presentation yeah, yeah. it does it lifts the it spirit. Together, we know what yeah. it's like. We know what it's like to have to struggle without music. Absolutely. I know what it was like when I was playing for myself, getting up off the organ and preaching the dryness. Yeah, I remember. I know what it feels like. You feel a lot better when Raymond slip in. Oh yeah, it just is what it is, you know. But I feel like it gets a little far with the mentality of. And sometimes I'm thinking there's a difference between church, and I hear this a lot, and I respect it. There's a lot of cats being asked to play for conferences, concerts. Revivals, the extra stuff, yeah, and they're getting shafted. Yes, and and I look at that like first of all, nobody asked for that. Mm -hmm. You made something up, 
and then you want a bunch of cats to come in and make your event look good for cheap. Right. I can see if it's Sunday morning where it's community. This is the the standard of the community. This is on the corner where the dope man comes in. Right. But if you just trying to put on to mm-hmm. get that crowd, to get them registrations, to rent that ballroom or whatever you're trying to do, and you still trying to give everybody seventy five dollars or whatever for three weeks of playing. I'd be like, I get it. Like, you should be paying these people what they're worth. You're not even family. These, you know what I mean? It's not right. fellowship. So I feel that. And I think that if I'm going to bring people in, unless they're trying to do me a favor or a solid, which you don't expect, you take it graciously if they want to do it for you. But this whole, I created something out of thin air, and y'all ought to come serve the kingdom because I said so. <laughs> yeah. I think that's bull crap, to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, again, that's not the church. Now, that, today, I see, did we lose Mike again? That Obama phone, man. Yeah. So, so R-L, today, man, Ariel. <laughs> we know what he needs for his birthday. So today, I was at a church. I went to visit a church, and I'm talking to the musician uh, or the guy who was speaking. He the, speak, the speaker today was a musician, but he was like, he's also a preacher. Right. And I asked him, you know, how's it going? You know, and are you still playing at such and such church? He said, No, I've, I've been playing. He said. He's been playing at this other church for three years. Now, I know he was playing at another church before that for several more years. But then he goes on to say, but my home church is such and such. He says, I haven't been at my home church in. Let's talk about home church. How many? You, so, so, so is that. Is, how can that your be, home church is that character? your home church? Can we talk about that? I mean, is that really your home church? If you have, if you've been playing at this church for, for three years, years. Right, another church for seven years. And you ain't been there in three years. Is that really your home church? Man. Y'all knew we talk about this stuff all the time. I got friends that say where I'm getting fed is where I'm a member. And then I got people who say, I never walked up there. I never told that pastor I was joining. I'm not on the roller decks. I don't pay tithes here. Because some people say where your tithes go, that's where. Right. I'm like, well, my thing even with tithing in certain places, I'm like, well, now that makes me feel like, I'm sorry. That makes me feel like this is a... uh, like a club, you know what I mean? Like I'm paying my tithes, so now I'm a member. I'm here every week playing. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm listening to you more than they are, right? Because I got to be ready. Well, musicians have to hear everything, right? Yeah, we got it. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I grew up on that. But the oh, hmm, he's still frozen, man. I'm not gonna lie. I struggle with this uh, subject uh, of having a home church. You mean? I mean, I guess the whole argument because. I'll use myself as an example. I play at Restoration Christian Fellowship. Right. But they are everything but blood related to me. That's family. Right. Um, Pastor Walker. Are you a member there? I am under watch care. You're under watch care. Which is, I'm like, that is. I ain't even got that. I ain't even got watch care at a CJ. (laughs) Dog, I'm jealous. I know, I know this. My own little bro. Black history, but watch care is like the blackest thing. It is the blackest thing. Oh, it's the blackest thing. Oh, my God. It is, man. That's the blackest thing. I need to do a sermon about watch care. (laughs) Yeah. I I got about three calls about watch care over the last last week. Oh, yeah. Watch care is serious. I'm like, come on. It's when you temporary base. Like temporary, like a temporary member. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I mean, no. There's a different. Like, I have uh, one of my assistant uh, ministers' daughter. When she comes here, she comes to my church, and she's what they call a watch care member. Now she listens to us, you know, right. she, you know, online. She makes comments and stuff. I'm watching but when and she Karen. when she's Karen where she's at. <laughs> She goes to the church there. But so I've, I've had that like military difference. people that were stationed. Right. They're going to be stationed here for a year, college kids. Watch but that's care. different than being in, in the same town. 
and <laughs> yeah. and kind of just <laughs> right. Yeah, you, so, how you so watch Carrie? Your I home church is right CJ. across the street. So I said something to CJ before the show a couple weeks ago. I said if you don't want to be seen as a hireling, you know we like to rhyme, then you should be involved in the church beyond your hired things. And I think that that's a part of the disconnect. Because when musicians feel unappreciated or there's also a disconnected relationship with the broader congregation. Mm -hmm. And I say it like this. Church musicians are like the student athletes of the church. I say that all the time. (laughs) Because you have so much extra on you, extra rehearsals, extra time. But at the end of the day, you're still a student. student. And there are still student expectations. But my question might be, are you living up to those additional expectations can i get you at a men's fellowship will you come just kick it with the brothers when we're doing monthly breakfast when you come and be a part of outreach if it's if, if playing is not a part of what you do right. you know what i mean are are, are you appreciating are you sticking around i know you got things to do but would you take a second to talk to the folk in the pews and get to know who they are or whatever because they're actually paying you because they are paying you because keep in mind i I'm not paying you. <laughs> I am just funneling. Depending on the situation. I know what you're right. Well, yeah. what some people do. That's a whole other thing. Well, game. I ain't. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but obviously, I acknowledge all the time, hey, it is a church. Uh, we got Micah back. It is the church that allows me right. to provide this budget for us to have a band and musician. And they come to love. Our, and, I, and what I do love about my church is they do come to love the brothers and, and sisters if necessary who serve at our church from time to time or the or the musicians who are not technically a part of our church they come to love them as their own like you're, you're like family to us too we know you got a home church but what's going on with you can we pray for you you know you're going through struggle no da, 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 da. a lot of musicians do not get that yes they get ignored right. they get this but let's say you are it is a good healthy situation what is your obligation beyond the hired part? If you're going to attend the church and be a part of that church family, you're worshiping, you're crying, you're watching prophecy, all that. Where's the rest of it after that moment? Hmm. I don't know. You know, and we might want to pay y'all more. To be honest, like to be like to be totally honest, I could probably make a better argument Absolutely. for a raise for a brother Absolutely. who's engaged with the church I've than had, a brother who slips out the back door. I've had a pastor tell me that, and you know what? You hear that, CJ? The, the thing I dealt with though. <laughs> <laughs> Should have came to brotherhood. <laughs> so, the, the, the thing I dealt with was, you know, okay, you, you're saying it'll look better or it'll be this way if you could be here or do that. My thing was always, man, if you knew what it took for me to be what I'm, be where I am and do what I'm doing, I think you would just agree with my number. But then that was a whole other conversation with. Oh, I don't understand what he's you saying. Yeah, because I get where he's coming from. I get it, but yeah. I see. But I get what you're coming from. Right. Yeah. It's like, man. Let, let's just talk. My, when we're talking numbers, let's just talk numbers according to the duties right, and what I'm it like, is. You right. Know, this right. is a skilled trade. I'm like, you can go find Fully a plumber. Agree. Like you got, he got to go to school for that. What I can do, somebody got to go to school for. Now, I will say, us as black people, we are used to our kids being gifted. And watching their uncle so and so, and then he grow up and like, wow, you just sprouted into this. You're like, you're kind of amazing. Right. But but you're still my nephew, though. Or you still, like, you're, you are you didn't go to school. It's like, hey, that doesn't matter. Bring the kid up here who plays, you know, who went to school all his life. I'll, I'll kill him. Right. You know, no aggressiveness on the podcast. Well, no, 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 no. But that's, <laughs> preachers go through the exact same thing. There's people talking about, you got to have that piece of paper. Okay. You, you got to have that piece of paper. And I'm like, I know 10 cats with that piece of paper in their garbage. 
trash. Right. So, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? It is what but it I, is. I really enjoyed what he said because he said, you know, when, if you go get a plumber, you're going to ask some plumber to stay around and uh, watch TV or watch a movie with you later on or come back. Like, you know, yeah, you're asking him to do all that. If you live in my house? Uh, <laughs> well, no, but he's talking about <laughs> if he lives in my house. That's different. That's different. Uh, but but we know that church is a different dynamic. It's a skilled trade, no doubt. Being a music, I, I would fight that all the time. Music is a skilled trade. My church was not a big paying church when I became pastor at Agape and that Michael was with us. Our church was not a big pay. They decided to start taking care of me, but they always thought, oh, this is a little tough. We're taking care of him. He's our own. We never had outsiders. Mm. And we had one outsider and almost killed it. And Jeff knows who's it, who it is. <laughs> but we had one outsider and that almost killed it forever because they, they played their one good song at audition. I realized that was the only song they could play. And I'm like, okay. I gave it a chance. My dad stretched himself. And then Micah came along and they were like, okay, you can hire a good dude that, that's part of the church and is capable and growing and learning and, you know, family and all that. So, uh, but I think there's a value. But also, it's not just the money part. It's also the spiritual health yes. and connection and relationship of the person. Yeah. If you want to feel more, and I'm saying if you want to feel more value, but if we want that value to flourish more and that idea that you are more than a musician and we're not treating you as just the dude that plays keys and makes a shout, we'll be around when we don't want to shout. You know what mm. I mean? Like, let me meet you, see you, talk to you, find out that you have other interests outside of your function. And we don't do that enough in church, unfortunately. And when you take a shortage of musicians where you have to be somewhere, you got to slip out and, you know, go do your thing. And, and then that's the funny thing. We got to admit that that's a reality. I want my brothers to have a good church, too. So that means that my, the church down the street, when, I'm, when you're 90 minutes done with us, you're going down there and don't have all day to spend with us because I don't want dude to go without. He, he's going to hire you, too, and, you know, take care of business. So these are these are starters for other conversations. But I don't know why we here for a certain reason. That's OK. <laughs> um. Actually, I don't want other dudes to have a good church. I want to have the only good church. <laughs> I want to be the only one having a good church. Uh, we want to pull Micah in because Micah, you know, he's, he's you like in Mars somewhere, man. You need to call Elon Musk. Uh, we good? We got a Pittsburgh Steeler phone. All right, I, I know. It's all good, man. We just going to have you come into the st studio uh, yeah, next yeah. time, man. We're going to have you come but, up. But we want to draw you in, as I was saying earlier, like, it matters to be a part of the fellowship. And honestly, because pastors are often advocating on behalf of musicians to the church, sometimes that function with the church outside of playing matters a lot, especially in traditional congregations. It, now, at a light church or whatever, and I'm not, but at a, at a church that, that might not be exactly the same, but if I call you the Second Baptist, they're like, who is this person? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and what are they about? And if we're gonna pay them some real, what they think is real money, you know, then where they at? You know, where's right. life at? And I mean, I just want to ask you, do you feel like that's a value to be engaged, not just with a pastor and hearing their word, but with the church in general, like the church family? Yeah, 100 percent, just because I feel like when when people come, you know, number one, musicians and singers, we come, we are the uh, we set the Comments. tone for the purpose. So, you know, it, there comes a point to where people in the congregation want to see, are these actually good people <laughs> singing these songs? Like, you know, who are they? What's their name? What are they really doing? You know, for instance, you know, you see these people up here on stage. The only time you see them is on stage. You see them outside of church, they're doing something crazy. You know, it, sometimes it's just right. to know the people that are up there worshiping. You know, sometimes they're specific singers. You can hear through their singing, you know, or even musicians, you know, you can do their playing. You can feel the anointing. Like, listen, they got something on them. That's not the case with everybody. You know, sometimes they want to hear you talk and say, hey, this is actually a nice person. Like, you know, they, okay, you know, maybe, 
you know, I do need, you know, so that, that, that's my take on that. And maybe it's a, maybe it comes down to, are you a relational pastor? Is it a relational church? Some you know, I mean, are, honestly, yeah. I mean, when we, when, when we're with you, you know, you are, let's go out, get some, grab some, some wings. wings. Let's yeah. go, to, you know, we I know right Pastor now. Mark is probably like that. I'm like that. You know what I'm saying? But Mark this, don't need no wings. Well, <laughs> Mark, Mark is light skinned. So Mark, like, Mark is light skinned. <laughs> this guy eat, uh, <laughs> eat chicken tenders. <laughs> Somebody tag Mark. <laughs> They said, they said, Mark, you still order chicken tenders at the steakhouse? We go, we go blame that on Get those Micah. chicken on tenders. Right. But yeah, some people are relational. Some people are relational. Some churches are relational. Some, you know, some places, I mean, you know, you're just not going to hang out with everybody. You know what I mean? That's true. But I mean, I still think there's a time that you have to have some type of, I am connected to this church in some way out, outside of me playing. Right. So, right. I will say too, um, as as a musician, if you're going to play the I'm a hireling card, be prepared to be treated like a hireling. Absolutely, there it is. There and, it is. And, yes, and sir. I say it that you've now set the terms for this relationship. I just play there, right? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna need you know because when you remember you showing up late feels different. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> but that's how, that's how guys, that's how guys beat them. I know. All right. Right. I, I'm like you know I need you there. When I need you there, period. But I know some guys are like, oh well, you know, that's brother so and so. It's like, oh okay, because he paying tithes here too. Because I, I mean, I, I have many questions for pastors. Like, while we here, right? How do you guys feel about a person playing at your church? Do you do you would you rather them tithe to your church if they're there every Sunday, member or not? It's like I'm paying you, and I'm preaching to you. I'm probably covering your soul because if you're here at 11 a.m., where else are you? At 11 right, right. Well, I think more cats need to make it official. Yeah. Even if it is not going to be a forever arrangement, that clarifies a lot of expectations. Right. Because when you're a member, you have member expectations. Mm-hmm. When you're not a member, which happens beyond mus- musicians these days, by the way, there's a oh, lot yeah. of people that are not official members, but they call our church their church or have never come down. And unfortunately, that gives them the latitude to pick and choose. They, they tithe faithfully or whatever. They come faithfully. They, they feel accountable. But then when they don't, they don't have to because I was never a member. Right. So I feel like start with. They want to be accountable when somebody passed away, though. Want to be accountable when you need a funeral. That's you it. know, you want to be a part. get so married. I think if we would just make that official take a little bit of the mystique away from that. Like it's, it's serious, but not so serious that you have to feel guilty. If when three years from now or five years from now, you make that transition, you're not a church hopper because you made a transition that life dictated to you. And then, okay, you end up pastor Jeff's church and you, you after a few months or a year, so you join his church cause you're going to be there for a minute. If we would just make that official, yeah. then it wouldn't be this, you well, I'm playing and I'm tithing and, and you're covering me cause I'm hearing you preach all the time, but I'm still not technically a minute member right. because honestly, for those of us who live in this world, we have to live in that distinction cause we're still not in this new world where people kind of don't care whether you're a member or not. Right. We Absolutely. still live in the world of old expectations where somebody might ask, are they on the roll? And we have to answer for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? What if you're the musician and you need help? Particularly in Baptist churches. Particularly in Baptist churches. Particularly in Baptist and traditional Absolutely. churches. What if, you, what if you need help? Are you entitled to benevolence? You know, what if a loved one dies? I would do it. And, you know, it wouldn't be. But I know that a lot of spaces, they're like, that person ain't a member. They didn't want to be a member. They didn't come down the aisle. They didn't da 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 
So I feel like we're being put in a position to navigate that. I wish it would just start with membership or watch care, whatever you want to call it, and just be there. That way, you, we know you're supposed to give. We know you're supposed to be there. We know it's supposed to be a Bible study uh, or whatever. Michael, what do you feel? Yeah, so can I try, man, because I, and this is like the ultimate great debate because I've seen it from every side. And I'll be honest, this is something that my dad, you know, right or wrong, and I see his logic behind it. But back in the day, he always mentioned, you know, in certain instances, he wouldn't join the church because he felt like he would be taken advantage of. So, hmm. you know, sometimes when you're a member of a church, you're there for a long time. They feel like, listen, you're here with us. They may not give you, you know, what you feel like you're worth because you're a member. Sometimes they mm-hmm. want the pat on the back. They want the hometown discount. You've been here. You know our funds are like this and that. The, the, the higher musician doesn't come in with that on his mind. And it could seem selfish, but it's understandable. So to me, like this whole conversation, I think is is forever going to be going on. And it's like the greatest, like, I don't even know what to call it. It's incredible on both sides, from a pastor side, from an administration side, on the church side, and the musician trying to protect themselves. My thing is, it's tough, and everybody's walking assignment is different. Mine, you know, I may not be as, you know, fixated on the money, but I can't blame the person who has the one child who's struggling and who's depending on music for saying, listen, I practice seven hours a day. You're underpaying me. This is a full-time job for me. I come in, I can do anything you want me to do at any point, you know, so... It, there's just so many parts to it. I feel like we could talk about this for two weeks straight. You like nonstop. But that's that's that, that's my question to you guys is you know like Tank said, would you prefer them to join the ministry? My thing is from a musician side, advocating for others, they feel like they can be taken advantage of by the church. Right. I feel like it's the character of the pastor. Like right. if it's my church, I would say, yeah, I'd like you to join. You, you get to know my character, like, like Jeff said, we know each other. Honestly, if you went to another church and said, Pastor, what do you think? And I wouldn't feel the same way. I'd be like, I don't know if you should join, man. Just 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 keep a little distance there. Like, you know, because maybe I'm, we're noticing that that other place operates differently and will likely treat you differently. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. You know, protect yourself. So I feel it's contextual. It, it has to do with where you where you stand. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I think, like you said, it has to come from the character of the pastor. And I mean, I know when you played for me, Michael, you were much younger. We were both much younger. But I can recall, you know, leaving church after church, going to the you, you remember, I, you, sometimes you would follow me to the ATM because the church didn't have the money, but I made sure you always got paid. It has to come from the character of the pastor It has to say, you know what? I made this agreement with you, regardless of what our finances are going to be. I'm going to make sure you're taken care of. Right. And I think it has to it has to come down to that. Throw one more at us, because, I mean, I think this is good. We might have to flip the script and have the musicians ask the pastors questions for like a whole like a whole show. Yeah. But but throw one more at us if you got something that 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 might come from either of you. And we'll, we'll close out with that. Mike, was there any on the screen that we need? Yeah, was there anything? Yeah. Was there anything on the screen that we thought not not to? OK, so you're saying the comments are trash today. So what you're trying to say? <laughs> That's <laughs> what you're trying to say. That is not what I said. Don't get me in trouble. Don't get me in trouble. He pointed to the trash can and said, this is where the comments are going to go tonight. I appreciate so our give viewers me one and more, Give me one more for, uh, for, for pastors, man, like pet peeves or, or whatever. Maybe we can try to answer it. Michael, you got any questions? You got all the good ones, man. Go to one of your Facebook posts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look up. <laughs> 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 Let's look up. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
one right. that I gotta come in on. I did have some good. We did have some good ones, we had man. Some good ones. Uh, you asked about. Uh, remember that one you asked about with nostalgia and and style and. Oh yeah, um, anointing versus nostalgia. Like, yeah. Sometimes I feel like. You know, people are like, oh, he's anointed. And I'm like, I think you like that song or you like that feel. You like that era. Oh, being sat down. We should have talked about being sat down. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Let's do that. Let's do that before we leave. We will go into overtime on this one. Being sat down. Okay, here is Carrington's post. I found Carrington's post, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm an employee of the church, employee, member or not, can I be sat down? Does it matter if I'm a member? Am I getting paid while I'm seated? I love how you pass tense to sat down to seated. Why don't we fire people when they don't live up to the requirements of the position? Which is somewhat of a different question. I will say candidly, I have done that. I've, I've had to let people go because they didn't live up to the requirements of the position. Because if you're going to sit me down and I'm not getting paid, you probably should let me. Absolutely, because you're probably gonna go somewhere. You anyway. probably should walk away. You're not gonna, yeah. Yeah, you probably, not, should, you probably should walk. You're not gonna sit down when somebody else can hire you, and somebody else could go ahead. It's that's a million churches out here musicians. But that goes back to being a hireling. It's like, yeah, if I hired you, you know, this is a job description at this point, right? Even if there's a morality clause or a spirituality clause or whatever in it, is it is an expectation, and I'm not that again. That goes back to membership. I'm not obligated to you in the exact same way. I may extend it anyway, mm -hmm. but I'm not obligated to do that, you know. And uh, how are you set down if you're not a member? I mean, were you, you still just going to come every day and you're not preaching and you're not playing? You still just going to show up? Because my thing is like T.D. Jakes is paying a lot of money. I wonder if he's sitting guys down. Because I'm like, if I'm getting $1,500 a week to play at the Potter's House and you sit me down. Well, churches like that have like a plan and a restoration plan, and they <laughs> offer this, that, yeah. and the other, and all that. I did a situation or where do they, or does this dude get the? Because I feel like you know what's happening at those churches, in my opinion. You get sin payments. You get like a reduced. <laughs> you get like you get like sin unemployment. <laughs> we did. You get hey. equity unemployment for that. I don't think they're. We go into a commercial break because I got to go to the bathroom. This cat. Here we go again. Y'all kids, nine thirty. Y'all doing overtime. Okay, let's just move on. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're checking them at the bigger churches. Now I'm not there. You don't think they're checking them? Man, I think they I, do. I think you know that's too much money not to be checking people. And, and that's the thing. I check them for fifty dollars. You should check them, but I also think I don't know. I don't. I, know. I, okay, without saying, I mean, I had a situation where you know something kosher shouldn't have happened. It happened, and I had to consider that the person has a family, has a soul, you know, a lot of things. And they're wrong for what they did, but there was a path to restoration. Yes. And on that path to restoration with an acknowledgement, I was able to say, okay, I'm not going to leave your family out in the cold on your mistake because I know you depend on this. Like, I know there's a piece of this. You know, it's not, it wasn't huge. It was actually like a, an auxiliary musician, but still, I know that makes a difference in their life. And so I think it was like five weeks or so, but... We, we made do and made it made it happen while we brought somebody else in or made made do. We brought somebody else in to fill in. I felt that it was important as a pastor to display that the standard still exists. Yeah. But also that compassion and love exists. Uh, and and that person was maybe pseudo member, but member like a part of the church and, and strong enough with the family of the church that that made sense. 
uh, there are some people who, again, who are just coming and going and they don't live up to the expectations. I give them a chance to rectify something. Now, maybe lifestyle doesn't matter as much to people if it's just a hiring situation. Because you know what you were getting. Yeah. You had to know what you were getting. Yeah. But on a membership situation, again, you're my member and there are expectations that all members need to live up to. And I do have a thing about those individuals who serve that the body in the house and are pouring out. Uh, but unfortunately, the church has been a place where there's rules for some and, and not others. And, you know, I've watched whole pastors screw up massively and they're like, oh, have some grace. And I'm like, nah, you would have sat the usher down for that. Mm, and that yeah. You would have sat the usher down for that. Literally. I literally had pastoral arguments in this city about this situation. Absolutely. Like yep. I've watched y'all entire I've watched entire people get uprooted and upended over relational issues or whatever it might have been. And then I watch a pastor do it and it's they're still God's man and we don't want to throw him away. And I'm like, you threw a whole generation away. Right. When yeah. are you gonna sit down? <laughs> you know what I mean? And and of course, that got me blacklisted for about three years. But it is what it is because I see what musicians go through. I see what the average member goes through because they always target that. But then on, on our end, it's just, you know, grace, grace, grace. So I feel like you should extend the same grace that you would have extended to your pastor. How about that? That's good. You know, and I bet you that pastor want that check too. All y'all going to see Beyonce. All y'all sat down. All y'all sat down. All y'all sat down. I saw y'all playing in the club on Valentine's Day. Y'all sat down. Y'all in the house. Playing the devil's music. <laughs> All right, we got one. This is good, y'all. We got to do a follow up. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want to musicians roundtable. I definitely want to do a follow up on this on this subject. Um, when you brought it up, I didn't think it was going to be this deep. I really didn't. But uh, I, I see where we're going with this. I see where we can go with it. So yeah, next time we'll uh, bring Micah on set. We can all be here at the same time. I, I think it'll be a little better. Um, to the a question for the pastor concerning musicians: How do you feel about your musician playing church music on Sunday, but then maybe doing a gig in the club or something like that on Friday or Saturday. Uh, I'm cool with it. Uh, as long as there is some restraint, some standard to what they play and where they play, like just some restraint to that. Uh, Saying that a musician shouldn't play in a place where people drink when I know plenty of saints to go eat in places where people drink and they're playing secular music over the speakers at Red Lobster while you're there. So if they can play that Al Green song at Applebee's while the bar is 15 feet away from you, then why can't they set up drums and play Al Green song live at a spot? I feel if there's restraint, music is a gift that goes beyond the church. It is uplifting to society and culture and a gift to the to all of creation, period. But I feel that they should still let their light shine uh, wherever they are. You know, and a lot of musicians do that. And we're blessed to be able to see musicians honor God, even as they do secular music. You go to PJ Morton concert, their whole DJ is playing gospel music at the beginning. You know, everybody's singing melodies. So you're seeing that, you know, so I think there's space for that. Uh, I think the old days of sitting people down because all they do is gig or, or they're gigging out. I think that's over. And I think there's a deeper understanding Uh for those of us who are willing to understand. And I have yet to meet a musician at this point that hasn't played something. I mean, what's the difference between playing secular music at a wedding? Absolutely. Mm, right, yeah. What's the difference? You know, I mean, if you get asked to play that love song, what's the difference? Right. So, in the sanctuary. So, I know the guys that used to be sitting people down and you can't be playing in my church and the club and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'm not on that tip. Uh, I would just want someone to not be like wilding out publicly, acting crazy, 
you know, cussing all the time, you know, just displaying. And we everybody have proclivities. And again, I'd be like, man, we'll just show some discretion, some restraint. You know, don't don't be like with the beer bottle, like, ah, you know, <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, but I say the same thing to my deacons. Like, if you drink wine at home, drink your wine at home. Like, but don't be out here looking stupid. Like, that's that's right. a bad that's a bad right. witness. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, that that's my take on it. I know Pastor Jeff, you know, you're going straight to hell at Progressive. <laughs> I mean, you my. with gasoline drones on. He's going to preach on you. I totally agree with Pastor Todd. But my thing is, I mean, what's your discretion? What is your, what is your, what is your heart say? You know what I mean? I'm not... I, I'm not going to judge you for you going out, you know, because I mean, don't judge me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going, I'm going to cruise. Oh, we know Jeff. I'm oh, going to cruise. Listen, I'm going to dance a little bit. You know, I get to dance a little bit. You know, I, I mean, you twerk. I go over to Todd's house and drink Hennessy. You <laughs> uh, have in his corner, top shelf, you know, 1942. He you know, got we, it. You know, you we know, need that mad dog. He got it. That's how he does. Uh, it's okay. all good. You know what I mean? <laughs> mad dogs and wings. Did he know? You know? But I mean, nah, but I mean, hey, it's up to you. I mean, it's your discretion. You know, like you said, if, as long as you ain't out there, you know, falling out and you're going to be on a YouTube video and embarrassing yourself as well right. as the church, you know what I mean? Uh, but I mean, go ahead, do your thing, yeah, man. Don't compromise your witness. That, yeah. that was a good one for Ariel. Don't don't compromise your witness. I feel it. How, how you feel, Michael? I mean, you're one of those sinners, man. Well, how you feel about sin? <laughs> you be wanting to repent. You got to repent? No, man. Someday. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know really what to say about that. You know, I don't think it's an issue to play out, but I agree with you 100%. Don't, don't, don't uh, mess up your witness out there doing crazy stuff. But, you know, right. a lot of the same people that have issues with, you know, musicians playing out elsewhere, if you told them what you're paying the musician in church, they would say, why are you paying them that much? So it's like at the end of the day, you know, we got to eat, you know. And, you know, sometimes we don't need it, but even musician-wise, like you – to be honest, a lot of musicians use the club as a place to kind of open up. You're not kind of you know, musically. Like if right. it's four hours of just play, you know how much comes out of that? Like, you know, it's a whole bunch of different genres. It's like, dude, you got to be ready for anything at any moment. So right. know, from a musician standpoint, I, I, I agree 100%. Don't don't ruin your witness. Don't be out there on, like you said, on TikToks and, and world stars because this dude's out here wilding out. That, that's just unacceptable. You know, right. When, when church musician, but you definitely need that four hours now because church, you get two songs and a two sh- two songs and a shout at the end anymore, and it's over, Doc. You got hour services. Well, that's, that, it. that's true because we, we have cut down a lot. Yeah, Doc, you get well, you getting two songs and a shout, and it's over. Yeah, nineties. Yeah, and, and that's another part of the. We, we had to pick this up another night, but that's another part of the pay thing. It's like church has. Constrained more. Ain't no more Friday pandemic. night services. At, at, at our church, I mean, it's a hymn and two songs. Yeah. That is a hymn and two songs. And you might, I might throw a little extra churchiness in there, just, you know, filler this, that, and a hoop. And we going home. Like, so when people are like, I need to get paid because it's this and this. I'm like, no, it's actually not. Like, it's, this is what, this is what it is. It's 90 minutes. And we going home, an hour long rehearsal or whatever. And we, we, we out. Pandemic did a lot of that. So, yes. the, you know, I mean, I could get personal with some things that I experienced because I, I once cut the entire service out and like, dude, you just got a 50% raise or whatever because I've literally cut your hours in half and we kept you where you was at. So I really need you to live up to what you were doing. Like for real, for real. So if you late now, we got a problem. Yeah. Like I didn't literally saved you having to get up at 6 a.m. in the morning and now you messing up. Like, you know, that that's a problem. <coughs> 
you know, as a pastor, because I'm like, I was thinking of you or thinking of the situation. And when they came to me and said, yo, we going down to one, should we cut them? I'm like, nah, let's just keep it where it's at. But now I kind of really need you to be there. And I had a person that wouldn't and didn't. And so, uh, so if they go out and play or whatever, I feel like it's good. Just don't be bringing that devil music in the church, man. Leave that Ohio players at the club, you know? We know it's Holy Ghost fire. We don't want to hear it. Fire, yeah. Right. You know, that, that's some Carvel stuff. Carvel do that real quick. He'd be like, man, hit this, hit this bump right quick. And it'd be some cooling the gang. <laughs> cooling the gang over the choir. Bum on. Right, bum on, bum on. We thought we was doing something too. <laughs> Lil Kim. We did all the center music. And it was, it was Joe, my man, I'm, I'm sinking. And it was Joe Walker's choir too. <laughs> it was Restoration too, doing all the devil music. Hey, y'all, we way over time. Y'all give it up for uh, Pastor Micah and Apostle Carrington for being with us. Y'all give it up. Thank give the likes, the hearts. We said, Ariel, waiting for you. You know, she's like, baby, when you get off, when you get off the phone, they still newlyweds. Right? Look yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. And, and we got the, the soon-to-be newlywed right here. I want to say both. First, first of all, I'm proud of you, brothers. Uh, all of the musicians, proud of you. I appreciate and respect you. Thanks. I think these conversations are very necessary. You know, they're tough. And I like the tension in our own generation that we're probably having conversations that Should have took the place. older generation did not have with each other. Right. Even when it's tough. Yeah. Even when I'm like, I got my little thing to say. You got to think, you know, we're going. It's like they weren't doing that. Right. You know, and so I think it's a good thing to do. I think people enjoyed it. We did go along. We probably tuned out and watched the All-Star game and everything else. But uh, it is what it is. We're going to have y'all back, man. I think think we should just sit, maybe set up even at the church and just do a roundtable of us just chilling. Or maybe, you know what? We need to be eating some wings, what we need to do. Absolutely. We need to be eating wings. No, no, because I ain't trying to edit out no smacking. (laughs) (laughs) That one time I had candy on the show. All right, we ain't going to do that. Uh, Any last words, fellas? I just want to thank uh, Politically Incorrect for having me on. It's Religiously, it's religiously Incorrect. incorrect oh, it's man. CJ told me it was politically. <laughs> <laughs> you getting docked. You get, you're getting docked. Don't put that on me, dog. Don't put that on you. <laughs> Don't put that on me. No, but for real, I, I appreciate y'all for considering me. It's all me good, on. man. You done great. Thank you. Thank you. You doing good. Micah? No, I want to thank uh, Religiously, you know, Incorrect as well. Thank CJ. Thank you. <laughs> CJ was behind the scenes uh, sending me a link. So, you know, I'm going to shout my man's out. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, I appreciate you guys. I love, uh, you know, all three of you guys. Anytime you guys ever need me for anything, just let me know. Sweet. Sweet. Ariel, yes, get your man. man a real phone, man. Get your man a phone, oh, Ariel. Right, right. So right. He can be- <laughs> all right, y'all. We appreciate hey, it. Hey, Micah. I'll I hook you up, man. you hook you up? I'll hook you up, baby. <laughs> I know you said you ain't had the haircut. I will get you right, Doc. Take you about take me about five minutes. You'll be just like this. I got waves right now with no hairline. With no hairline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Hey, y'all follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. Our, our audio will be up on all of the audio sites. And y'all take care. Have a good one. We'll see you next Sunday night service. Peace out. I'm just holding this until y'all get it right. Okay. <laughs>